Hello, Sudhu. Hey, how are you? Doing good. Alright, so what are we going to talk about today? So, it's been a while we did a, like a news roundup. Ah, right. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, so we haven't done, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, so there is uh, not, I mean, there's a pretty lean news cycle, cycle? now. Uh, right. uh, but I think there are some good stories, especially from an India perspective. Mm-hmm. So, I think we thought we can quickly go through some of them. All right. So, what are we starting with? So, um, I think we, uh, we start with this. I mean, that's something new you, you showed me I mean, today. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't aware of this uh, okay. browser called UZ Browser. It's very popular among the Android yeah, users. Somehow, I'm not. <laughs> 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 I never actually go through Google. I mean, I have not seen this even. Maybe I missed it. I yeah. really missed the, it. Because I was never looking for a browser ever, right? right, right, right. I mean, I am pretty much done with so Chrome and Firefox. Yeah, d- do you want to tell the audience what you're talking about? <laughs> UC browser? No, yeah, I mean, the, what is the context? The context is, is uh, UC browser seems to be leaking a lot of data. Right. Or yeah. they are actually gathering a lot of data in the not right way, right? Yeah, I mean, th- I, th- this, uh, I, the, I mean, the news article there is that UC browser kind of disappeared from Play Store. Uh, and uh, the uh, and the, s- the developer of the UZ browser came back and said they are just evaluating, uh, see how some of the targeted advertising is getting used, or the data it is leaking uh, from the browser to other third party and stuff like that. They want to evaluate and stuff like that. But this is like kind of been coming for a while. Uh, even sometime back, like around four five months back, we saw some Canadian research firm kind of disclosing that. Uh, uh, this UZ browser is kind of like able to you know, uh, sniff uh, and send data which is like uh, your EMI number or other data to the to the cloud which is sitting in China and stuff like that. And uh, But I have not seen anything concrete report on that. Uh, but uh, this has been there in the news in and out. Uh, so I'm, I'm not sure. I mean like the UZ has like a big uh, market in India. And uh, recently, I've been seeing they're using news uh, ads in the in the TV, uh, and uh, they. I mean, I'm just still uh, wondering how people discover this, correct? This browser. <laughs> Is it something the the phone manufacturers are defaulting on their devices? Yeah, I, I think some OEMs are like loading uh, third-party browsers, uh, and along with the along with a lot of uh, software. With the help of, see, I think the traditionally, if we look at it in the desktop, uh, in the Windows world, where uh, this kind of a standard practice where the OEMs like Dell or HP and IBM, especially, used to have some tie up with the third party antivirus and browsers and uh, right. search utilities or messengers and stuff like that. Bundle. Like that trend is kind of happening in India, uh, where many of these OEMs are like kind of. Uh, Load, uh, loading not a blow. I, I, I mean, I'm I've not used UZ browser, so I cannot say its quality of it. Uh, but uh, it seems to be it's a kind of a trend where, see, there are if you uh, if you're, if a person is not technical enough to understand what a browser is and stuff like that, it doesn't matter what you put as an icon in front of him. He will just kind of log in. I mean, he'll just launch and then just go to whatever services you want. So it does. Uh, for many of the Android users, that could be one of those entry-level barrier where they started off the device as the first. So they don't yeah. even know something called browser is there and stuff like that. So, right. 
but I think what is more disturbing is that uh, I mean UC Bro there is this claim that UC browser continues to collect data after it has been uninstalled. Right, right. Yeah. So what does that mean? Do they leave like some sort of a like a hidden app in the device which does this? Or? I I this the uh, the I mean there have been like several reports I've seen. Uh, one was the. Uh, the one which we discussed in terms of like uh, th there are third-party utilities which use the browser information and then our browser also collects certain amount of information which is just passes on to the other cloud service providers in uh, in China and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, th there are other uh, leaks in terms of like saying that uh, the browser, I mean vendor himself saying that there are data is leaking from the browser to the third parties and stuff like that. So uh, it could be possible that they themselves are getting to know that uh, there are other, I mean, th there are the advertisers using the browser are able to you know, misuse the data, wherein they are not able to capping them or something like that. So, uh, see, it is very difficult at this point of time to conclusively say what it is until unless they come back and disclose it. Uh, but, uh, so this is how, this is, this is where we are at this point of time, actually. Okay. Uh, but looks like it has again showed up back, right? So it, it or it's uh, saying it's uh, at least it's uh, temporary. Looks yeah. like. Yeah, and there is also some amount of, uh, uh, I mean, at least uh, some, uh, either from Troy or any other government body, they were saying that uh, you know, UZ browser needs to be banned in India. Uh, but um, right. I I don't know. I've not followed it up to see whether there is any concrete date is given or any other structural guidance given to the browser to follow and adhere to make sure to continue to exist in India or something. I don't know that. Uh, but uh, I don't think this disappearance has anything to do with those. Uh, I think this time, like, uh, this was being taken out by the, uh, by the, by the developer themselves. And then, um, so because of certain uh, data leaks, which are happening from the browser is the statement so given by the browser is actually owned by Alibaba, right? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, there is also an ad network attached to this uh, browser. Yeah. yeah, so this browser basically have an ad blocker built in. And so it blo blocks all the ads, what the content provider uh, adds in their website. So their ad model is something which is like, uh, which is an ad role or pre-roll, which you call. Uh, they, they block the primary ad coming in from the content and then they replace that with their ads because the browser is uh, I mean, the, the complete browser is in their control. They'll be able to just do that, actually. So, uh, so I mean, if you look at even the kind of a, the targeted uh, advertising capability, what this browser provides, it's just like really, uh, it, it just goes to a level where in terms of like identifying the vendor, manufacturer, or the, uh, the service provider of the cellular service provider and the age demography and stuff like that. It gives a very fine-grained uh, controls for advertisers to target uh, f f based on using browser audiences and stuff like that. So, and uh, I don't, uh, so, and there are, in the past also there have been many complaints uh, from the users as well as other providers saying that in terms of the kind of uh, permissions which is required to run these browsers were like you know, extremely granular because it's like, when I say granular, it's like you need to provide it a lot more permissions like access to contacts or calendar, photo, 
yeah and, and also i think uh, as a length, the uh, like it's maybe a little older one but i think they also run like a news site right yeah i mean they use the news yeah, yeah yeah and i think uh, the other thing is like the problem with with android especially is uh, people or the users don't really care about what access they give to apps yeah that's uh, the, app, yeah, yeah, i think yeah. i have installed so many uh, i mean few apps at least recently uh-huh and i really don't understand why all those apps needs your call records and why they need video right. sms right, right right for no reason <coughs> true right you are installing an app which doesn't need to have any of those let's say take a keyboard for example uh-huh. why does it need my call records actually right <laughs> i mean yeah i mean the so they are all behind this kind of user data actually. yeah and they are completely true. misusing it and and i think the sad part is like android is not doing enough to yeah control in your and also like uh, in many ways like windows no we don't read those prompts actually like uh, when the uh, it's a, the prompts are so at annoying levels which are thrown at the user uh, they'll say like okay you know let him uh, let this app have whatever permission it needs and then they say yes 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 and then they just move ahead actually and i think that, that is fundamentally the problem with android because security Google model doesn't really care really about yeah. the entire uh, I mean, experience what users get. Right? Right. They are more interested in gathering data themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, they allow all these things to happen. Actually. Yeah. So I, it's a it's an it's a problem with many multi levels on this this news item actually. Right. And I think uh, there is this story about uh, they were launching. I mean, th- I think this is pretty old, but anyway, it's for sort of related. Why? Uh, I mean, I went to this site after you told me this UC News site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is really a sick <laughs> way of presenting news. I, I mean, I personally I didn't like any of it. Right, okay. There but is the no structure to it. Just like news all over the place. Yeah. Right. It's like business news mixed with celebrity news with <laughs> gossips and sports and <laughs> it's like <laughs> reading some. <laughs> I know what to call it. <laughs> so, but the pro. I mean, I mean, essentially, what we are highlighting here is that. uh the, the first generation users are like the the ones which are get who get sucked into these things which and because wherein they don't they don't even understand they have choices actually right, right? Yeah. so that is the problem actually they buy a phone which is like about 10000 or 12000 right, yeah. uh, uh they they are basically buying a device based on a budget they're not really worried about in terms of uh, right now uh, anything else i mean like I, i think many of these oems make money by these sort of kickbacks right yes so they, they, they do a few yeah. of these apps to be natively installed yes. or pre-installed yes and they get a lot of money from that yes exactly so that's a deal which we yeah. were talking about and that is how they were able to they are able to afford like sort of an expensive device at exactly. that price point right, right? because yes, they are so more behind i mean pushing certain apps and getting some revenues out of it yes per device they might be able yeah, to you know right. take $5 yeah. $10 or whatever it is i'm just saying that as a number and uh, when you look at it as a volume and uh, that becomes much bigger and they'll be able to save that cost and give it back to the user but the problem is uh, so uh, you might at the to upfront you might be saving some some say about another 5k or 6k but uh, for that entire life of your uh, usage of the device you are like continues to feed the data uh, for yeah. this kind of software which is just sitting there as a boltware and stuff like that and uh, this is like kind of we have been seeing this trend uh, i mean and these guys do and the other one uh, i think we discussed about is some of these uh, physical retailers right i uh-huh. don't want to mention the name yeah 
uh, I mean, there are few few of them now anyway, uh, with all these e-commerce guys literally kind of killing them. Uh, they also do some of this uh, installation of these apps, right? Oh yeah, uh, right. and I I am pretty sure they are getting some money out of that whole thing. I, that is uh, like big 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 problem actually. So when you when you so they say they yeah. okay uh, after you buy a new device just to give an example, right? Uh, they'll say okay sir, can I just help you with your with the configuration of the software? Device? Yeah, and an always user. Uh, who doesn't understand somebody is like, yeah, I mean, he'll be so happy, right? Or yeah. he or she. Think, yeah, yeah, please do it. So that's when they they actually had put a sort of a micro SIM card uh, uh, into your phone <laughs> and then they just install everything on that. Right? Yeah. No, I've seen like standardly they're loading uh, Opera Mini or something, which right. is like, I mean, like, yes, I mean, there is, there is, it consumes a little bit of uh, uh, it saves a little bit of traffic bandwidth because it renders in the server and stuff like that. But I think that option needs to be given to the user. He needs to understand whether uh, his data needs to be you know, compromised or not. I mean, that's not something you know, a vendor who is selling the phone can just take the call and no, just do uh, that. No, but actually. many of a normal user who is like non-technical, right. they don't really understand some of these things, right? True, yeah. Uh, for them, I think more important is like some of these messaging tools work. Yeah, um, they're able to listen to music or view YouTube. That's true. pretty much is what they are concerned about. True, true. They s most of the time they don't even bother or they don't even care what other apps are running. There, yeah. I mean, like yeah. I, I can tell you, couple uh, day for yesterday there was an article in us about uh, saying that uh, OnePlus One has been rolling out uh, with an uh, Qualcomm uh, engineering mode uh, APK with the device. So people are able to just run a com uh, like with the help of a uh, command via your dialer and then able to get a root access to OnePlus One device. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, I mean, I, uh, the OnePlus One came back saying that, no, we will be able to remove the, uh, the remove the APK and then release it because it's in a Qualcomm software. We are just using it as a diagnostic tool and stuff like that. But I'm not saying that they are, they are giving a building a backdoor deliberately, but but the problem is if you're you're throwing up on a diagnostic tool carelessly or bundling along with the device firmware and giving it to the user, and if somebody can remotely just go and do a kind of a hack with the dialer and then just come in and get a backdoor access, and that is like, uh, that's not even acceptable at any level, right? I mean, like, yeah. So we've been seeing this. No, and, and I think the key is like the companies like these uh, who are even accepting the fact that they could remove and it's, and it's been like that, that itself shows that they have put that intentionally on the phone. Yeah, yeah. we right. don't know that, but I'm saying like, at or least they are, they don't probably give a damn about what yeah. it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's the kind of thing which is worries, right? So I think, because even uh, we, when we talked about the Play Store certification process yeah. and stuff like that, so this is exactly what we talked about. Like, so these OEMs needs to have some kind of a regulation or regulatory mechanism uh, by the government or by Android, uh, I mean like Google or somebody, who needs to basically make sure that out of the box when these apps are installed, they are like kind of uh, hardened or not having any kind of enough permissions for the users to just right. go mislead them and stuff like that. So this needs to, that needs to happen. And we have been seeing this news of, uh, uh, especially the Chinese uh, manufacturers devices calling back home just like coming as a complaint uh, be it router or be it mobile phones or like 
any of uh, these uh, devices calling back home is kind of a constant complaint we've been hearing. And uh, in UZ's case, is again like in the similar situation what we're seeing. I mean, there is absolutely no need for a browser to have access to EMI number and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, right. it's just like uniquely identifiable and stuff like that, yeah. All right, so you want to move past... There's an extension to this. Uh, uh -huh. also, I also saw this interesting story about what Apple has been in, in like ah, sort right. of a tug of war with uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's an, a slightly different story, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but in very similar uh, lines yeah, related right, yeah. uh, landscape, yeah. right? So well, what Apple is trying or they are fighting with uh, the Try agency is like, uh, Try has this app called uh, Do Not Disturb. Yeah, it's just like basically uh, build spam controls. Right. Yeah. So the, the fundamental problem is, uh, I mean, all of us are getting a lot of these promotional uh, SMSs or emails or calls, unsolicited calls, right? Though, uh, even after registering to a do not, do not disturb um, thing, right? Uh, so what is, what Troy is saying is like all these companies are using different, different phone numbers and they are yeah. somehow able to work around the whole system. So they have now built this app which basically puts the control onto the user. As an end user, you can actually, uh, I mean, trigger or tag a certain number where you are getting a call or an SMS from mm -hmm. as a spam number. All right, yeah. And that's essentially what this app does. <coughs> Which means the app needs to have read your call records. Yeah, have access to your contacts, call yeah. records and everything. Which something iOS doesn't allow. Yeah. Right? And Try was in, in like a battle with them. <laughs> they want this to be allowed. Yeah. Uh, like they are pretty much trying to arm twist Apple here and see, allow this. Yeah. And I think this news, I am not sure what you read about it. This came in Reuters. Uh, uh. So what it says is Apple is kind of trying to help try to develop this app. Yeah, I mean, I think what they're saying is that the, the new uh, iOS features kind of having kind of a, a technology built in to fight spam. Mm. Uh, so they have their own proprietary uh, spam fighting mechanism which is built in. And there, I think uh, what they were saying is that Apple engineers were saying that we will be able to help try to have that technology to fight spam, basically. And uh, I don't think Apple has till now agreed to give access to it yet. Uh, but it, it, I think it's probably in a kind of, uh, what you say, like a lockdown or something. Like, I mean, like, I don't think there is any, any both these parties have uh, gone into, you know, any kind of a decision making on this and stuff like that. Uh, but I mean, that is a clear violation of privacy when it, uh, right, I, yeah. I am, I am sure Apple will look at it as a clear violation of privacy, giving a government body to access to the call records and, uh, contacts. And I stuff think the like biggest problem is like, uh, is, is they will be setting a precedent if they do this, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, once India try gets, no, but there I, are so many other countries can request the same thing. Actually. But I think Apple is already compromised. I mean, like I wouldn't say compromised. I would say that kind of a customization, they do it for China. Um, I, I, I'm sure probably they have a different OS build for China, I'm sure. Uh, because uh, uh, but all the necessity controls what okay. China is asking, probably they are baking inside the OS. We don't know that, I mean. Uh, but it could be highly possible that they have a different build structure there. Uh, and uh, see, I mean, this is like, if every government start asking, I, I don't know where it right. ends, where it leads to, uh, but right now it looks like it is in a kind of a tug of war between Try and Apple, actually. Right. Uh, 
Yeah, and yeah, I think looks like they are playing like a sort of a delay tactics. Yeah. Just burying them with meetings and maybe with a lot of documents. <laughs> <laughs> Some technical <laughs> manuals. So I I'd say I But I'm, anyway, I yeah. I d- I think uh, I don't think any platform I mean they should have a fundamental underlying strategy for the platform. They shouldn't actually budge to some government agencies asking them something and But I I, I think the scale has gone different straight now, right? So especially China's putting this precedence everywhere wherein uh, uh, if you want to do business here then either you adhere to my rules or yeah, you right. not do. So I think probably uh, if uh, if the market size is very big in India and if try starts commanding i don't know what will apple decide uh, but to me if you ask me personally uh, having a government agency access to my personal call records and access to my contacts i would strongly feel that as in a violation of privacy um, so i look at it that way probably and and, and i hope you, they will do is only if you install an app right i mean otherwise it's i don't think they are asking blanket access to yes no yeah it's only only yeah when you install the app yeah but uh, tomorrow i mean any government agencies can just go ahead and say we want to sp- fight the spam and then you need to have this uh, baked into your voice i don't know yeah but i'm just uh, just stretching yeah, it possibly, slightly yeah, yeah. i mean they may say that okay uh, this is the default uh, thing you need to have yeah. okay. and uh, i mean along with uh, google play certification i think the basic uh, i mean like Uh, like that uh, there are certain government bodies are already in giving instruction in along with the certification steps which are required for android to know pass certain right, standards yeah. and stuff like that so if they tomorrow add a class saying that you know all uh, uh, devices needs to have baked in with this and then i'm not saying they're doing it right now but i'm just saying just stretch extending it a little bit to say i mean to what levels it can go actually yeah Yeah so anyway that's sort of little strange news there so <laughs> uh, we'll see it. I mean this whole uh, idea of government behind uh, treating civil I mean civilians as like kind of a criminal is like is not a right. trend which I'm really very happy with as in actually. Yeah. Okay so moving on uh, I think there was some set of uh, I mean interesting product launches or announcements oh, yeah. in the food space right? <laughs> <laughs> either it's like a like a food curated restaurant finder yeah uh, or it could be the food delivery which is a, the next cutting edge innovation what's happening in india so, <laughs> so uh, i mean like uh, is it a really cutting edge innovation <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just saying that <laughs> pun intended <laughs> so uh, i think the the first one was uh, you signed up for it yes yes i signed and, uh, up you are little i mean looks like you're very happy with it yes uh, i am <laughs> the, the new service called zomato gold or yeah it's uh, called zomato gold the membership basically yeah so it is a subscription based service um, if you are a zomato user uh, so people who don't know zomato zomato is basically a, they have two services largely one is restaurant finder right uh, and uh, you can actually even i think reserve tables yes. uh, using that app uh, you can read reviews read menus yeah. all those things the second one is they also have a delivery side of yeah the ordering yeah, yeah. i think it's called zomato order or whatever yeah so uh, this one is integrated in the main app and it's a subscription based i think they 
they they are launching in only four metros like okay uh, bangalore uh, bombay delhi and calcutta if i'm not wrong okay and uh, so this is like uh, they have like a monthly uh, plan or a yeah it's a, it's a monthly quarterly and uh, annually and hourly hourly and annually yeah okay so uh, basically what it does is uh, just to give um, i mean i have just experienced it today and that <laughs> you, there, there you is no technology part yeah, no big technology it's <laughs> like basically basically a subscription so if you pay like let's say for example 300 rupees um, for their uh, i mean monthly subscription or yeah quarterly? it's like it's a, it's a quarterly subscription yeah quarterly subscription uh, they sign up this sort of a deal with different restaurants in in the city and then they offer uh, let's say one plus one offer right yeah, so which means on food or drinks so if you buy let's say one medium pizza if it's a pizza outlet you get another medium pizza for free true yeah but, but two people need to be there on the right on the table yeah so there are some restrictions uh, and some rules and policies involved but yeah. it definitely looks pretty neat yeah yeah at uh, this point it doesn't look like any trick or anything like yeah. that and i tried it this afternoon it worked right, so yeah so far so it is good as well so that's good and like uh, this is interesting because uh, in some ways uh, these kind of uh, loyalty systems uh, i haven't seen much working in india uh, the one other program i have seen one one is very successful is from city bank uh, they have a, a mastercard loyal uh, loyalty program which converts your points into airline tickets and stuff like that and uh, this is another one which i'm seeing from zomato which is i think they launched this in dubai and then it is it was, it was a kind of a runaway success or something like that okay. and they're trying to replicate that model here uh, in india by doing it and um, i'm i'm i don't know about the business aspect of it in terms of what is this what is in it for the restaurant Correct, or yeah. any of this because um, i mean over the period we will probably see uh, how it moves in what direction and stuff like that yeah but yeah so we don't know i mean if there is any revenue share model between zomato and the restaurant yeah we don't know at this point i mean i'm pretty sure there is something there right yeah. otherwise why would restaurants it, it, it? it could be that zomato could be driving uh, more it could be a promise from zomato saying that no we will drive yeah. more business Correct. and then restaurant might say okay no that can i look at that as a marketing budget of uh, uh, so and, and possibly they may even say that if if uh, zomato is getting this sort of a traffic on a monthly basis uh-huh. Uh, maybe they don't give them anything right? yeah something uh, they could there they could don't be like yeah. that target maybe zomato is paying them we don't know yeah i mean so but the, we are uh, speculating but yeah. as an end user yeah it's definitely worth a try yeah i mean if you uh, if you dine out at least rupees for three months the 999 rupees for 12 months yeah uh, and i think the restaurants uh, i mean not all of the restaurants in zomato is under this program but i think they are slowly True. getting yeah one by one and this service is only available in delhi mumbai and bangalore all right okay there's no calcutta so yeah. yeah okay but looks like they are going to expand uh, for other areas right. also so that's all that nothing much no big tech there just another <laughs> subscription services yeah i mean like uh, it's if you're an end user and then you have this you, if you dine if you're out a, a big, lot uh, i mean eat out sort of a guy Yeah. Uh, even if you're doing our weekends this is definitely worth it right yeah absolutely i think in 3 months you can get your money back <laughs> that <laughs> much is for sure i guess so uh, i mean in continue the food 
thing uh, i think there is another story about how flipkart paytm amazon they're all rushing to enter food delivery business right yeah which is sort of i think uh, i don't know if it's you call it nascent i i feel it's nascent still i I, th- i think that as it was nascent it matured it became hot and then it died <laughs> and then it kind of come back because <laughs> i have never used any one of them <laughs> so i really don't know but i have seen many of these guys standing in some other restaurants where i go yeah. uh, either be it swiggy or uh, the other guys right uh, like the grocery things like they have something like grofers Gro- yeah, i right. have not used any of them right. yeah uh, me neither yeah, uh, yeah but i think swiggy is pretty maybe popular on the uh, i mean getting your food from your favorite restaurant correct yeah uh, i mean they have those food soldiers uh, if you order yeah, them yeah. in the mobile they basically go to the restaurant which you ask and what you wanted to pick from there and then they just deliver there and uh, uh, looks like i think i mean all these guys the big guys the big e-commerce players in india are actually trying to at least had discussion with Uh, some of these guys right mm-hmm. uh, i mean i think looks like amazon has had talks with zomato or grofer and freshmeno and all those guys so i think nothing is clear at this point whether they themselves want to get into this or they want to invest in some of these companies uh, or they want to take over some of them we really no don't but know. Uh, uh, no if we if we say for example if amazon flipkart are coming can you think about a model like what they've done it for e-commerce there will be a delivery organization which is a separate one uh which employs these food soldiers and manages the operational thing and these guys sit on top of as an aggregator or something if you remember they had something called the company was called javas or somebody who were like managing all the 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 amazon delivery and uh, like they are, they are okay. basically the complete courier and other services actually i mean if uh, if they are looking at a model like that i i'm if uh, like right now if you look at swiggy is like kind of clubbed model right like that is like it also has a food soldier it also aggregates it uh, it, it it takes the order and then it routes it to the soldiers and but uh, if uh, if amazon is looking at something a model which is like you know very similar to e-commerce there could be other no i mean we are, we also don't know whether it is probably they spoke to these guys uh, to integrate with their uh, alexa services right yeah we don't that's know that's yeah. also as possible yeah uh, maybe they are they want to integrate that as a skill into the echo yeah. uh, products using the alexa cloud right. service and that will be a big uh, push for them right yeah um, obviously right so you can tell like say get tell alexa to get uh, i mean food from your favorite restaurant yeah because i mean the alexa india would uh, i mean alexa since amazon launched alexa in india they already have your credit card information stored readily available and yeah. if if they know uh, what is your favorite restaurant it's just that you have to uh, you have to authenticate yourself with a voice pin uh, and anybody in the family can just do that and then uh, they can place an order like it could be right, yeah. as simple as calling an uber or something like uh, i mean the booking a uber via alexa echo is like something is the most uh, easiest thing anybody can do it i mean with the voice uh i mean it's just extremely seamless and then it goes very smooth flow right right yeah so we don't know this but i think definitely uh, it's i mean the, the news here is basically amazon is in a big time trying to get into a food delivery <laughs> right 
and i think uh, there were some uh, uh, they were kind of going slow on even their grocery delivery thing right uh, though i think even globally they are i've never slow, ordered right? the grocery from i Amazon. did once okay. uh, but i think what they are doing is they basically sourcing it from um, i think their tie ups with uh, i think they have tie ups with probably i think more and big bazaar if i'm not wrong okay. so based on where you're ordering from they get it from the ah okay the nearby store ah, okay. and then deliver it and they have this sort of an another scheme of this box right uh uh-huh. so they they give a box which is called amazon pantry or something i believe okay uh, so they actually you can actually buy products which can fit in that box okay all right okay right? some some deal like that okay okay so anyway so i think uh, in whatever way i think if it gets integrated with alexa i think your record device yeah can do some more i things. mean this is like most <laughs> easiest way you can think about ordering food actually right. yeah okay what else um so you uh, showed me about this interesting uh, i mean app right or the keyboard app called uh, uh, Re- i think the company is called reveri yeah reveri yeah reveri yeah, yeah. and i think they have an app uh, which is basically uh, an keyboard hmm. uh, for i think it's only available on android yeah so i mean uh, i i i mean last when i checked i couldn't find it in ios it, if they have released now i don't know uh, but what essentially they are doing is that they are a platform uh, for indic languages which is like uh, your all the indian languages all the leading indian languages, indian languages yeah. actually so every year they kind of release and a report in terms of like uh, what are the various uh, top uh, applications and then what various uh-huh. ways uh, people know use indic language uh, in mobile phones and stuff like that and they also have this backend platform right. which is like language as a service as yeah. their uh, yeah. platform which they are which is known for that and this report is basically essentially saying that you no know, uh, the biggest uh, indic language usages are on mobile or basically for social media apps like whatsapp and uh, facebook. facebook and other messengers and stuff like that second was ranking like in terms of your uh, browser uh, right. then, then comes your um, gaming and other things and stuff like that so that in a way it was interesting and there was also uh, the primary leading indic languages also they have released which is like your hindi followed by uh telugu and uh, right i don't remember right now actually so that's i will just link that report uh, you know in the show notes yeah the report was interesting yeah you uh, guys can but i think uh, th- this sort of so keyboard apps where i think google themselves are doing it yeah uh, every Indic every Cap, platform providers yeah. yeah even apple is trying to integrate i think the it. biggest uh, feature i see especially unless you have learned typing in those languages right whether it's uh, hindi or um, or other languages mm. it's very difficult to get used to that keyboard that's what my experience has been yeah but uh, are so you i generally like this phonetic way of typing yeah so you use english as your correct. yeah right uh, let's say you you actually pronounce a hindi word in english right and then you type in english and it, the keyboard automatically converts translates yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so that seems to be a much faster way of typing Oh, yeah. and i think uh, this app uh, actually supports that as well so you can actually use uh, the standard keyboard uh-huh. so your entire keyboard will become will come in the language and if you are used to that language typing you can do it or you can use a phonetic way of doing it right right 
and i mean the other key also to understand is that the, the government of india is like kind of rolling out a policy to mandate uh, mm. all the indic text support in the smartphones which are releasing that makes sense in yeah. india so i when uh, that becomes a primary uh then that become when that becomes the deadline when we start meeting the deadline every oem who releases in a f- uh, smartphone here need to make sure that they package all the text support for uh the right, text yeah. text support for the indic languages and stuff like that so then uh, this the, the the widespread of uh, the support is going to be much higher because i don't think now people are not much i have not seen them much using especially commerce using sending a personalized local language messages to the users i have not seen that much yet actually uh, but once the mandate uh, once the government start mandating the 1st february 2018 as the compliance mandate date uh, then this will start saying because this, then the local businesses can start sending you text messages uh in the in the local language and stuff like that so right i would probably see start the boom from there actually okay see nothing much there beyond that uh, to talk about it i think yeah, there was another news about uh flipkart making their own phone yeah right, right yeah that's <laughs> a billion plus capture or uh, something billion capture plus yeah right <laughs> i mean i am really wondering why flipkart want to get into that mm-hmm. with so many different mobile devices at different price points right. there and, and what they are trying to achieve here uh-huh. so yeah, the i what i feel is that uh, i mean this trend we have seen even with amazon right so uh, i think these e-commerce companies closely watch the hot selling product segments and uh, beat with their analytics or any other uh, the kind of uh, forecasting techniques i think they might probably seeing a small window or a gap on some kind of the budgeted phone trend actually uh, when nobody is feeling that i think these e-commerce companies are just trying to go to that segment and try to uh, fill that up and if it succeeds it goes on if it doesn't they'll just wipe and wind up right and yeah i mean i really don't understand i think even that's why i think even amazon's phone fire phone Uh, literally flopped right uh-huh. uh i think that there is really no purpose i i feel this is the purpose actually there the, there will be like probably there's no i mean i understand uh, i mean yeah. i i probably would appreciate if, if flipkart does something meaningful for the indian market in in doing something right if they are actually releasing a phone with a lot of native support for indian languages whether it's voice or whatever it makes yeah. sense right right why would you just throw an another phone in the market just for the heck of it right? because maybe in that segment there is no uh, do you really think there is really a segment left uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's very hard to believe that right if you look at all these uh, i mean low end players or mid and low end players <laughs> they're like pretty much every other price point they have every 500 rupees a thousand rupees they have covered <laughs> and they have covered literally uh, front facing back facing uh, selfie focused apps a <laughs> uh, selfie focused phones i don't know what is really left and so to be, uh, to be honest uh, we, i don't know but they could be having some uh, plans to write more e-commerce services around uh, their uh, yeah. so, so in the future we don't know that uh when it happens we can see but right now they are trying to sell the device keeping 
the camera capability uh, at that cost as a primary um, a seller mm. uh, but when i look at go back and look at the phone uh, no, I, i feel i think when these kind of things happen right i i sincerely feel maybe they are losing focus somewhere <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they literally i mean just as a critic here ah, flipkart right. can do much better in certain other areas ah, right. right where amazon is literally giving them a tough yeah, fight right rather than focusing on some of those core skills i don't know why they are deviating and building imagine right you throw a smartphone who's going to provide support for it right yeah uh, they are big going to network right, uh, right. the the uh, software releases uh, it's not a simple thing to do right true. i mean unless you have a well, very well established team and you have a platform play here mm-hmm. i really don't know what's there in this too and i mean you have all the small companies like doing all these phones at different price point and some are like ah uh, the the price point thing is like my own um, yeah, uh, my own guess probably i would say because i've seen the similar trend uh, uh, amazon having this kind of a separate company altogether when when there is no when they don't have any established players in particular segment they, they themselves release a product actually right because no, they have I, some no, kind I of i completely a, understand that but yeah they kind of tie up with some kind of a manufacturer in china and they'll not be a big right, right. fan fried brand or anything like that <laughs> they just fill the gap there actually till somebody emerges in that area or something i don't know i was just only assuming that it is on that area if they have ambition of building uh, e-commerce services around that or something i don't we don't know that but uh, right now is there it is an alternate to uh, android offer i mean i wouldn't say android i would say it's an alternate to the google offerings in india they are also putting a tronix cloud uh, for backing up your uh, photos and stuff like that so you're not going to i mean you may be able to push it to cloud uh, to google but uh, there is another option of for you that that again i really don't understand why uh, <laughs> anyway right <laughs> so well, i mean it's, it's unless you are a novice user Uh, who doesn't really understand where your data is going in yeah, yeah. maybe they're sucking out all the photos and keeping somewhere and then doing some pattern matching on the cloud to do drive some e-commerce decisions and I mean, that possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean th- those we don't know actually i mean so right, the news is basically uh, flipkart is releasing their own device okay uh, which is like uh, okay so look for it one more phone yeah uh, if you i think it is already confused enough uh, it, it is already i mean available to order uh, oh, in their okay. site yep i can call nice all right so can we move on to the next i think yeah uh, i think the last one is essentially on the uh, streaming right you had some ha ah, yeah so uh, you had shared some yeah, stream. new streaming destination for bengali content yeah and you <laughs> were telling me about another one so we'll can discuss yeah, right, both yeah. so uh, let me when we discussed about this card cutters couple of episodes back we were saying about what are the various services in india apart from the primary hotstar and uh, amazon prime and uh, what else is popular here netflix what are alternatives so there are looks like there are so many you know indian uh, services are emerging in this area and they are also getting consolidated in the language wise pockets actually so the new service which is like the stree venkateshwara telefilms or something which is like launched a streaming platform for bengali users mm-hmm. uh which is like about a price point of about 300 bucks a month or something like that uh, okay so i don't know exactly the price don't remember it. uh 
but uh, it which has like kind of a host of uh, uh, movies, uh, Bengali movies and uh, TV shows and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I will just link that. Uh, can you read out the name of the source? It's Huchai or uh, it is called uh, Hoi Choi. Hoi Choi. Okay. Yeah. So uh, my Hoi Bengali Choi. pronunciation <laughs> must be extremely yeah, bad. <laughs> but I think uh, I think what is worrying here, right? It is. Uh -huh. I mean, it's good actually. Whatever they are launching, looks like every other player wants to be in this space, oh right? right? And uh, and looks like I think the all the most of the regional TV providers or producers are going to get into this game. Mm -hmm. Uh, you saw Euro Eros now is one. Yep. Uh, apart from that, I believe Z uh, has a, their own Z platform. Z probably has, yeah. and Sun, which is one big network yeah, in Sun. South India, yeah. some of the four. So you are showing me that. Yeah, yeah, it's called Sun Next. Yeah, Sun Next. So yeah. everything in their uh, channels are all their catalogs. Uh, are their brilliant. catalog is yeah. coming there. The problem is essentially uh, you will end up probably subscribing to four or five of them and really <laughs> lose track of what you're watching right yeah and and this is i think if you don't have like a cable subscription then it makes sense maybe yeah and uh, like there's a similar model what is happening in yours also <laughs> you have hbo which is an island in uh, netflix is, yeah, which is right. an island so hulu is another one another island so and now disney is going to launch their own and uh, the big problem we keep saying is that uh, no identifying a content where it is sitting in yeah. which service right so that's exactly what is happening here now if you know a movie no uh, you won't know which service it is sitting in. So you have to go to multiple services and see where it is sitting and watch it. And so or I think that's where I think Apple TV, uh, those kind of guys come in. Yeah, to uh, right. take the credential and put it in a consolidated in one place. Correct. And then so they can do a search internally and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, essentially, it's a similar way what is happening in US. It is the streaming platforms are evolving in a similar style rather than uh, these providers. I don't know, somehow they feel insecure or anything like that. I don't know, they don't want to... No, give that content to away to somebody else actually they want to hold the content because maybe it makes sense because it doesn't make them pipes actually end of the day right and i think it looks like most of them <laughs> are probably sitting on this platform which you mentioned right called viewlift yeah uh, there's many of them yeah, yeah. yeah. and they are pretty much uh, sort of a it's uh, kind of the platform streaming, streaming yeah right? that's a streaming platform yeah so they, I think many of these companies are able to very quickly launch yep. uh, without investing much on the, yeah. the back-end platform. It's, they have to worry like about What companies like Netflix has done painfully yeah, over the years, yes, yeah. building the entire engineering capability. I mean, the Netflix yeah. is standing class apart on technology. Yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, the app really shows, right? Yeah. I think uh, I have not had a very good experience uh, with some of the other apps. True. To mention Hotstar, for example. Mm -hmm. It's not that smooth. I mean, though it's getting better. Yeah. But it's nowhere close to what uh, Netflix, Netflix does. Netflix yeah, offers, yeah. Right? In terms of the experience, in terms of the, the, I mean, uh, the streaming capabilities, yeah. uh, the quality, and all those things. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even yeah. their app ecosystem, or the app itself, is much more polished and robust. Yeah, and uh, th and the things like if you want to skip the title when you are watching episodes back to yeah, back. Yeah, right. The uh, it's just really annoying sometimes if you want. And, to and I think Netflix. I don't know if you've seen if you're done binge watching. Uh -huh. Netflix automatically does it. Yeah, I've right? seen that. I if see you're that. if you're seeing two three episodes continuously, yeah. it just skips the entire credits part which Absolutely. comes off front. Right? Yeah, that's just <laughs> what I like actually. Yeah. And uh, even the subtitling uh, when uh, no some other text comes on the 
uh, on the area where your subtitle regularly comes it just automatically switches and that and stuff like so it's uh, i mean so i think the key uh, this platforms are good i think there were me so many others going to be launched very yeah. soon um, i mean like we have got like about 26 languages and yeah. out of which about maybe 7 or 8 of the them i think the key is uh, many of them want to get into that sort of uh, the originals thing and they all want their own exclusives yeah. uh, and looks like more and more uh, guys are want to produce their own shows yeah so that's why all these uh, big producing companies right mm-hmm. uh, the movie producing or we i mean or serial producing companies are all get, going to get into some of these platforms yeah i mean like we have been seeing this news like amazon is pumping in money in producing exclusives they are going to do a series on lord of the rings mm-hmm. as a tv series and apple is like pumping in going to pump in at least 2 billion to mm. produce original content and they they everybody wants to build a lock in into their uh, right. trying to ecosystem i think the only work around which i am trying to do right now is that uh, swap my subscription between multiple services i use <laughs> netflix for 3 months and then i quit and then go to something else for a month or two and then move out and then pass that subscription and go to something else <laughs> for another two or three months See, so that's a big management headache yes right? it is actually <laughs> and some when i when i get out of netflix somebody will talk to me about something yeah, which is right, coming yeah. there and then i have to wait for two months to go back and <laughs> reuse it that actually so i mean i don't know what else to do but uh, the, i are, think looking at where this goes you are on an average paying around 1500 to 2000 rupees on uh, your I mean ISP right for your internet connection. Correct. Yeah. I think you will s- end up spending similar kind of money on subscribing to some of these yeah, channels. Yeah, which is what like. I don't want to do. <laughs> that is why exactly I'm just managing it like this now. But because I uh, there needs to be some other solution needs to come out on this area like what you said, no Apple TV or something where it can take the the credential from multiple providers and automatically log in and stuff like with a single remote or voice command. I if I tell a content it can go all over the world fetch me that actually <laughs> like a magic <laughs> so right anyway okay i think that's all i guess we have yeah that's uh, about it so that's about the news roundup uh, we'll see you next week all right bye bye